What's up, everybody? Back at Draft Vice, and now we got a uh, new fantasy episode that we're doing. And today we're doing our top 15 QBs, and I'm here with Shane. And if you remember a while back, we had Ricky. And you can follow Shane on Instagram at the, T-H-E-E, underscore Shane, underscore M-C-M. And you can follow the podcast at DraftVice on Twitter, at DraftVice underscore football on Instagram. And you can follow me at Rojo Death Punch on all of those platforms. Can't follow me on anything. You can follow him home after we get done with the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, I asked him to come on to talk fantasy. Quinn's not here because Quinn doesn't really do fantasy. And I gave out my ranks just to give people a shot to go ahead and be able to rip off of me and say, oh, you're a fucking asshole because you stuck this guy here. <clears throat> Cough. <clears throat> Somebody. Shane. Anyway. So, I don't know if you guys had a preset list. I know, I think Ricky probably does. I don't know if you, did you set up a list? Because I think. Uh, I never really do lists. I do tiers and then say in no particular order because it's gotcha. just, it's impossible to rank it like that. Especially with quarterbacks. Yeah. Quarter, that's why quarterbacks, I, you know, we kicked off with quarterbacks because it's not as, uh, if you're, if you miss on a quarterback, unless you just don't draft any quarterback and you're in a two QB yeah. league. Like, then you're really fucked. Not as crucial to your team's success, I feel like. I say that, and then last year, Drew Brees carried my whole team, so. I never draft a quarterback until, like, the earliest I'll go is round six. Yeah, usually. in a similar boat. Yeah, I actually don't think, in the last four years, I don't think I drafted a quarterback before round ten. No. Um, you guys ever done a two-QB league? Yes, once. I have. That, okay, that was the one time I did. I drafted yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Philip Rivers, that. and Andrew Luck. I hate that shit. The only thing with a two QB league is though, it, you need enough. You need to be a ten or twelve team league, and I was in an eighteen league, and it just didn't. It, even if you're an eighteen league two QB, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And these ranks will help with that too. And that's actually, I think, where some of these players really matter is in a two QB league. Well, a scoring format too, because some leagues it's four points for a passing touchdown, and one point minus one point for an interception. And then some leagues, it's six points for a touchdown and then minus two for an interception. So that shifts things slightly. Yeah. But, well, also, um, how much you give per yardage. So I know it, most leagues, it's one for every 25 passing yards. Yeah. Uh, but it's also one for every 10 rushing yards. So that's where running quarterbacks come in handy yeah, a see, lot of times. The intricacies of how they score QBs is like dark magic to me. I have no idea. I've never asked questions. I've always figured it was like, wait, I thought a touchdown was six. Sometimes it's four. That you, usually, I'm learning That now. doesn't matter as much, though. Four and six don't – as much as what the yardage totals are. And also interceptions. And fumbles. Yeah, right? and fumbles. Usually two? I think fumbles are, are standard for every player. Like, if you're a receiver, running back, tight end, quarterback, if you fumble, it's minus two or minus one. It depends right. on your, your league setting. Yeah. Um. The one thing I'll say, though, with uh, quarterbacks and the – I did a league one year where it was point-per-completion league. That was that was when the quarterbacks only <laughs> mattered. It was it was every quarter. If you didn't have like a top like ten completion quarterback, not even like it had to be like a top ten quarterback. Like if you had a running quarterback, they didn't matter anymore. Yeah, it was only passing quarterbacks that mattered in a, in a point per completion league. Stupid ass league, but it was funny and kind of fun actually. Like Philip Rivers became a top five quarterback in that league, dude. So I was in a league last year, and the the fucking manager like messed up the scoring. Like I think he read it wrong. So you know, normally for like running backs, it's a point for every ten yards you rush. Yeah. The fucking guy had it ten points for every yard. <laughs> Dude, so like you playing games two thousand of fifteen hundred. Patrick Mahomes fucking threw like six touchdowns one game, 
and Mark Ingram ran for 30 yards, and that's it. And he had like 330 <laughs> yards or 330. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, well, that's the thing. One, you have to be careful with the scoring, but also you can kind of sometimes take advantage of uh, of t- of leagues that maybe the scoring isn't standard. That like again, like I said, that point per completion league, guys like Philip Rivers who are just throwing checkdowns all the time, or Alex mm-hmm. Smith, yeah. that were getting yardage but a lot of checkdowns as well. They were raking up points. Goff. Goff. Well, Goff this year especially. But uh, that was a couple of years ago before Goff was even in the league. So we're going to do top ten quarterbacks. Again, like a, you know, very fluid with quarterbacks. But uh, you guys have uh, your number ones? Or what you typically, who you're looking to draft at the, if you, your first pick of a draft. If, say this guy fell the sixth round, who would be the number one quarterback you'd want to take? Well, I don't think so. The top five that Walter has on his list is Rodgers, Mahomes, Luck, Wilson, and Breeze, mm-hmm. which I could agree with, like in no particular order, like I do. I don't think any of those guys are going to be available in round six. Drew Breeze might. He might. He was for me. I, would, I think I trapped him even later than that. I'm always surprised at how far he falls every single year. Well, yeah. because everybody thinks it's going to be the year he falls off because of yes, his age. That, yeah, yeah, it's probably well, it. every year. And keep in mind, last year he was QB8. Wilson might also – actually, you know what? Wilson might be there because the line is still an issue and he lost Doug Baldwin. <clears throat> and he, he wasn't as productive last year. Right. He was QB9 last year. Yeah. So, But what, if I had to take any of these guys first, it's luck. And I, yeah. as a Titans fan, you know it. Pains me to say that. You have an upfront view. But I think he, yeah, he fucking gapes us every time we play him. But I think, I think he's going to be the number one scoring quarterback this year. I really do. He could be. And like you said, anyone in that tier could be that guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I have Mahomes first because I love Mahomes. Right? Yeah, that, he was, uh, well, Andrew Luck was QB5 last year, and that was with, like, what he had right there. Um, he, I think that he's had more things like come out to help him, as far as uh, he, you know, he had a couple of he's got tight ends now, but they also drafted new receivers. They have some receivers that have been there a little bit wa- longer, and th- he was coming off of injury last year. It was a lot of you know I know people were questioning the checkdowns and Frank Reich's offense, but you saw him go on a tear last year. Do you remember the game? I think it was against I can't remember who it was, but. I think it was Houston, actually. They needed a Hail Mary mm-hmm. to have a chance mm-hmm. at winning. Yeah, and they-, they took him out of the game, in which he played very well, and put Brissett in just to throw the Hail Mary. Yeah. Because they didn't, they didn't want to do like put all that strain on his shoulder. Yeah. And I feel like that was still relatively early in the year. And if you, uh, if, yeah, it was if you look, the first six games. Yeah, and it, after, uh, uh, I think it was after uh, week four, he, was, he had five games in the top five QB. So you saw him progress and get better as the season went on. And another thing that people don't don't remember about Luck because he's so fucking good at throwing the ball, mm-hmm. the dude can tuck it and run. Yeah, yes, he, he, he can as fast yeah. as Cam Newton or close. I mean, he's playing with the best offensive line he's ever had too. Mm-hmm. Quentin Nelson, Hugh which was too. the problem Ryan for Kelly. years. Yeah, mm-hmm. and again, uh, Frank Reich's offense has helped. Ben- has been beneficial to him because he's not getting hit as much. So when I think this year his arm strength will be back to, uh, to kind of full what yeah. he was before he got injured, before he had to you know take a year and a half off. Mac has proven to be a good running back. Uh, who's the? I like Mac a lot. Who's the little change of pace back? Naheem Hines is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a really good like if you just need to swing it out. On he a can catch the ball out of the backfield. Yeah. Problem with Mac, I mean, he showed development last year, but he was also injured a lot. He didn't play a lot of games. Uh, he, yeah, he seems like he's a, he's a little bit. I don't know if he's as durable. 
But when he's in form, I mean, he, he's as elusive as all of them. And he runs with surprising strength. Almost reminded me of Jamal Charles when he was first coming mm-hmm. out. Good His balance too. is crazy. He's not that big. You yeah. know what I mean? But he's got good core strength and good balance. Good vision, too. Good, great vision. Um, but it was just funny what you said about Luck. Like, when you were saying about Breeze before, how everyone's kind of expecting it to be the year that he falls off, I almost view Luck in the opposite way where I'm expe- this is the year when he's going to be fully healthy. Everybody knows yeah. how physically talented he is, how smart he is. He's a student of the game. Like, you're expecting it to be the year that he pulls it all together. Yeah, my best friend says that every year. He goes, I expect this to be the year that he proves he's the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Last year, everybody shit on him because he drafted Mahomes as his second quarterback in round oh. in round 12, and everybody's like, dude, he's going to be a bust. And he's like, bro, I'll take any quarterback in an Andy Reid offense. And I'm not even mm-hmm. going to lie. Vic, you can fucking dick slap me for this. But I even I was like, dude, he's fucking horrible. Or he's going to he's gonna throw too many interceptions. He's like, dude, I believe in him. Next thing you know, what, fucking everybody's just eating a bowl of their own shit because of it. Yeah, that was a that was a sleeper pick that a lot of people were high on, like people were talking about, and then not a lot of people actually pulled the trigger when he was available. And then whoever got him, I mean, we're getting him in the eleventh and twelfth rounds, ended up getting a steal and a guy who ended up winning you your season. Well, I think he's also an anomaly in a way, though. Cause you can't blame everybody because as much as I thought he'd be good, I mean, how many people have a rookie season like, or not a rookie season, but a first year season like that of playing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, he burst onto the scene. It wasn't just like he. You know, put it all together, won some games. He was established himself as an elite quarterback. Yeah, immediately. He had a, he had a good talent around him though. With correct top two tight end, you know, two really good receivers, Kareem Hunt. And, and t- he also had Tyreek Hill. It's and a perfect Sammy situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Two really good receivers and Andy Reid. But the thing is, though, when Kareem Hunt kicked a lady. Yeah, know, that didn't help. Yeah, but then Damon but, Williams was productive. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Ware was productive. You know, there was, you know. That system seems to be very good for running backs. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if you can catch out of the backfield. They do a lot of swing passes, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of screen passes to the running back. They just try to get them out in space and get them going. Mm-hmm. And that's Williams, what Damian Williams does well. Yeah, yeah, and when he was on Miami, he was <clears throat> god-awful. He yes. was so bad. And then he goes to Kansas City. and Well, that's the difference in coaching. I really think he he just knows how to use people. Yeah. Out of my top five, the one I actually feel the the most uh, least secure about is actually Russell Wilson. Yeah, same. Because he was, again, like I said, he had a little bit of a down year last year. Um, I think this year they might go a different direction. But he's also playing the the AFC North this year, very good defense. Also playing the NFC South this year. He's gotten beaten up in years past. Yeah. Yeah. And the NFC South is a little bit easier of a division to play against. And... They're not like they're not playing against major defenses in his own division. So if you're looking at some schedule stuff, uh, it, I think his schedule coming out is a little bit easier. Give or t- mm-hmm. And again, if he falls to the sixth, seventh round, I wouldn't mind taking him. Yeah, but out of everybody in the top five, he has the least amount of talent and the least amount of. Um, well, these draft DK Metcalf this year, and I kind of like what that what that'll give him as far as dynamic. Yeah, but it. I'm not going to say he's a bust, but what made Metcalf more of a draft star mm-hmm. wasn't his production in college. It was his uh, aesthetic appeal yeah. and his combine numbers. That doesn't necessarily – because he had less than 1,000 yards receiving in college. Yeah. Right. Now, 
They're they're banking on potential more than anything. Right, and to say he's a wide receiver one already is kind of a stretch. I'm not saying he can't be. No, but I think that, that addition and Tyler Lockett and Baldwin mm. didn't play much last year anyway. No. Yeah. So to, to say that he's going to be worse than he was last year when Baldwin barely played and wasn't playing well when he was playing because he was injured and was dealing some pretty bad injuries. But what I'm saying, though, is out of everybody <clears throat> in the top five, yeah. who has – the least amount of talent and protection around them is Wilson. Yeah, yeah, he's not in my top five, and I think that the, a lot of those have to do with that, that that they drive that reasoning. Yeah. And that's no knock on him; he's a fantastic quarterback. But it's just what the team has put around him. And we have to evaluate all factors here, all variables. So it's not just the the talent alone. Mm-hmm. Um, Who were in your top five? Everybody that's on your list minus Russell Wilson. I inserted uh, Deshaun Watson at five. Because I think that, again, his supporting cast, I mean, anytime you have DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, and you have the running ability that he has, he's going to score points with his feet. He uses them. You know, I don't think he's as athletic as advertised, but he uses his legs effectively. Yeah. He's more willing to run. But he has less ta- He has less offensive line talent around Yeah, him. no, absolutely. But like in I said, fact, they're the ones that trade away Dwayne Brown over to them. Right, but that's what's good, more good about being mobile. And we talked about his durability issues in terms of like – but he's at least bigger than Russell Wilson, and I, 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 I think definitely... Russell Wilson's thicker though. Like I, like Deshaun Watson's more slender. He doesn't have as much. He's still two twenty. I mean, how much does Wilson weigh? Wilson's two twenty, but he's he's shorter, so he's got a thicker mass to him. I know, but he's had some serious knee injuries too, and he's a little he's older. I mean, look, and Deshaun Watson has too. Yeah, but he's older. Like that. That's what I'm trying. That matters. Yeah, like when you, but like, but you're, Wilson you're, hasn't you're had net, an ACL How much injuries. you've been? How much you've been hit? Over yeah, your oh, years. Yeah. Year in and year out. At least yeah. the last four seasons, he's had the fucking shit knocked out of him. Yeah. But also, uh, Watson has not only Nuke, DeAndre Hopkins, but he's got Fuller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he'll be back, yeah. Yeah, he's coming back. I don't know how he's going to look. QT as well. He's got a lot and of that, weapons. If they actually fix that offensive line, that I, I would maybe put Deshaun Watson much higher. I still have yeah. no idea who the fuck their tight end is. It changes all the time. It yeah. does every year. And it's yeah. never anybody worth noting i do have deshaun watson in the next tier mm-hmm. and he's my Q, he's qb8 because i think that yeah. it, even when he has a bad o-line he he can still be really good and again we were talking earlier about rushing yards yeah. in a lot of leagues uh rushing yards matter more than passing yards a lot of the time i wouldn't be surprised if carson Wentz w- were to replace russell wilson in that top five either if he stays healthy yeah so yeah. actually this brings me to the six seven and eight in my list the way i kind of looked at them is these are guys who I think they have the potential to be a top five, and you're probably not spending a top six, seven round pick. If you are, I don't, I don't necessarily hate it, but at the same time, I probably wouldn't take take them before round eight or nine. A lot of people are going to pull the trigger on Mayfield. I, I think so too. I'm not going to get him in a lot of drafts, and I'm a fan of him, so that's going to be sad for me. Um, but I had yeah, Carson Wentz six, Baker Mayfield seven, Deshaun Watson eight, and the idea that this this is kind of like you were talking about tiers. This grouping are guys who I think. Yeah, they could end up being QB1, and there's some potential and some reasons behind that. Carson Wentz, we've seen it. We saw him play well two years ago, and assuming he's not held back by injury, I think he can end up coming back and being a a real force. But one thing that I notice almost every draft, once that second or third quarterback gets drafted, everybody else starts to get that FOMO, that fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it goes on a run. Yeah, you just start to see quarterbacks drop. And, and that's where you zig where other people zag. That's mm-hmm. a strategy thing. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know if that's necessarily a ranking thing. That's a strategy. 
It's if you are going to go ahead and follow the rest of what everybody else is doing, you're going to lose. Because, yeah, there will maybe be the guy who wins because he, he followed everybody else or he set the trend. Setting the trend is probably the more important thing in strategy. If you are setting the trend, you, you're the first one to take a running back. You're the first one to take a quarterback. That's different than, say, being the guy who, oh, I'm going to take the fifth best quarterback. Well, wait, what happens if there's a top 12 running back on the board still? Mm-hmm. Or a guy who you think could be a top 12 running back? And we'll get into more strategy stuff as we go along this summer. Um, I can definitely see all three of these guys going before the sixth round. And in that case, I'm not getting them. That's Yeah, if that happens. I could, um, People are going to be skeptical about Wentz and Watson. But if you can, if Wentz is there at like round nine, ten, I'd take him. Yeah, I mean, I think he's that. I think Wentz especially because Wentz is coming off of two years of injury. Yeah, and this is going to be like getting Andrew Luck or Pat Mahomes last year, where you're getting a guy before they pop back, before they return to dominance. And I, I, I think that I'll probably end up getting one of these three if they're there. But I could easily see, like I said before, I could easily see all three of these guys going. Uh, before the one thing I have an issue with Deshaun Watson, the reason why he's the third on the these these three quarterbacks, he had yeah he had ten weeks as a top twelve QB. He only had four as a top five QB, and two of them, and he did have two as a number one quarterback in like in that week. Mm-hmm. But they were back to back, and they were at the end of the year. So if you're not making it into the playoffs at that point, and keep in mind he was coming off of injury, mm-hmm. he did get injured during the year too. So mm-hmm. he had a really rough offensive line. He had to take a bus to a game in order to show up because his O-line was so bad, he was getting beat up, he couldn't fly in an airplane. Yeah. I so um, I think it's a very he has some very volatile play. I do think he's developing. Uh, he's playing the AFC West and the NFC North, which I think are really rough divisions to play against. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I, everything that you said is valid, and we talked about it before. He's, vol- he's volatile in his performance. He's volatile in terms of, like, is he going to get hurt? Is he not going to get hurt? How's he going to play? But it's almost like this is my – high-risk, high-reward gamble because those days when he's on, he's throwing up six, seven touchdowns, two of them rushing. You know what I mean? He's – I'm willing to bet that he puts it a little bit more all together this year. Now, obviously, his line's a big concern, but he might be able to thwart some of that with his athleticism. He has all the weapons around him in terms of receiving. I mean, look, we don't know who the tight end ever is, but they always show up. They never use him. Like, when they show – every once in a while, they don't need to. You know what I mean? And then when they do Mm – You'll, you'll sneak a Texans tight end into the top four fantasy tight ends that week all of a sudden. It'll be some new guy. I don't even know their name. Eric Griffin. Eric Griffin. John sure. something. Sure. Dude from the, the candy store down the <laughs> yeah, block. They're just in the huddle like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, you had like six concussions, so we had to get another guy off of IR. Like they, they And that was actually what happened last year. They had a guy who had like retired. I think it was mid-season or something. They had guys who were like walking off. like They, they were on their fourth <laughs> tight end. Yeah, at least they didn't have a dude retire at halftime. Oh, like, that was Hills. Yeah, that That's, was a ridiculous Vontae run. Davis? He just gave yeah. up. <laughs> He's, like, hey, fuck you. He's like, I don't need to be here. Yeah, I don't know. Who was your six, seven, and eight? Oh, it was – so that's where Russell Wilson fell. He fell six. No, I had Tom Brady six because mm-hmm. I'm done pushing him down the board more and more and more. I'm sorry. I know every year's the year. I'm not betting against him. And I think the other one on there is Phillip Rivers. He's eight for me because I'm a Broncos fan. I see what he does. He mm-hmm. shows up in division games more than anything else. And, again, that's a guy each year. We talk about with Drew Brees, but – Philip Rivers gets overlooked every year. Yeah. And a couple years ago, he was always my fantasy quarterback because he was always available late, late, late. Mm-hmm. And he still provided numbers for me each and every week. I mean, the concern with him Eight. lately, turnovers, um, big time. But, you know, age. age, yes, of course. I mean, that's that's 
you think about that with Breeze. You think about that with Brady. You think about that with Rivers. I'm not ready to give up on them just yet. And Rivers, you can get late usually. Yeah. I think every year I've had Rivers. This is a talent, not a strategy ranking for me. You know what I mean? Like, I know that a lot of these guys you might be able to get lower. Yeah. Like you said, people are going to pick Baker high. There's going to be somebody just – I wouldn't be surprised depending upon what draft you're in. Somebody drafts them in their first round. Like, there's just people like that. You know, if you're in a 2QB league, I can see the the benefit of drafting them maybe second or third round. But that's where everything is kind of get crunched in the 2QB league zone. But also, like, if you look at the way he throws, too, he's got such a physical way of throwing the ball. Yeah. Tough but on his shoulder. Hunter Henry comes back this year. Yep. Yes. And, and we'll talk about him on the tight end episodes. But that's but this, big. Yeah. That dude has all the potential to be a top five tight end, especially in that offense. How he'll look after the knee injury, but mm. it, like on paper, it should do nothing but benefit Rivers. I would I would put him in the top eight for sure. Yeah. Over Deshaun. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of weapons there. Yeah. There's uh you got Mike Williams who's gonna be in his next year, uh, his third year of playing in the league. You got Keenan Allen, you got Melvin Gordon. Like you said, Hunter Henry's coming back. That O line took a step forward last year, but they, I, I they didn't really address more with it. And that's the one issue I have. Running back too. Uh, Austin yeah, Eckler. Eckler. Yeah, he's good. You you weren't a big fan of him, but I well, he was he, he was did everything points for me. For me. Yeah, <laughs> that's why yeah. you're just bitter. Why is it Melvin Gordon? So that means he is right now. But then Melvin Gordon still ended up being a, a great running back last Top five, year. Right? Yeah. yeah, he's just you know. Well, well they have a healthy oh, Melvin Gordon this yes. year. That helps. Well, he was healthy last year going in. Everybody's healthy going in. I'm. I wouldn't put Tom Brady in this on fantasy purposes because there's a really, really, really big difference between mm-hmm. fantasy football and actual football. Mm-hmm. Like if this, if I was talking about who I would want to lead my team on an actual football field, he's going to be top five for sure. Yeah. But fantasy purposes, I think top ten is fair. What were his fantasy yeah. numbers last year in terms of Brady? Uh, actually, have some. he usually ends up doing better than expected. Though. He was QB fourteen last year, mm. so that's actually a good thing to keep in mind. And so I actually. I, I, did you uh, did you have another tier? Do you have more that you want to put into this top ten spot? Because we're actually uh, Deshaun Watson was QB eight for me. Philip Rivers was QB nine. I have Tom Brady at QB ten. I would actually put Matt Ryan over Tom Brady, and I can understand that because actually Matt Ryan last year was Matt Ryan's technically nine for me. he was uh, what was it? I think he was last year was QB two. Yeah, he, yeah, that was insane. Like I didn't when I walked back yeah. and looked at it, you and never he was on the free agent that. wire for a while. I think in our league. Like, in a lot of leagues. Even, even after all the numbers he was putting up. That's, like, I argue with people all the time about how good this guy is, and I'm not even that big of a fan. It's just you got to call a spade a spade. He's, he's fucking good, man. Does he choke sometimes? Yeah. Does he make bonehead decisions? Yeah, but that's what goes back to the point of actual football versus fantasy football. Yeah. Huge difference. The dude puts up gargantuan numbers in terms of mm-hmm. yardage. He's got two awesome wide receivers. He'll spread the ball around too. He doesn't force it to them. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um. Uh. Fucking. What is their tight end's name? The white Hooper. Dude. Yes. Not a great tight end, but solid. The tight end is a thin landscape nowadays. Yeah. yeah. He's good. Uh. They did lose Tevin Coleman, which played a bigger role in the passing game than people realize. Yeah. Uh. He got him those little scrap backyard numbers, but at the end of the day, also. A new offensive coordinator. They got rid of Sarkeesian's drunk ass. <laughs> but here's the thing. He actually didn't perform badly under Sarkeesian. That, in the red zone he did, which is yeah. huge for fantasy football. But, like again, like I said, last year he was a top – he was the second He was the second QB overall in points. Yeah, and, but, he had, and he had Sarkeesian as his coordinator. That's but, what really blows my mind. The, so, But the thing to look out with for Matt Ryan, though, and it, this applies to their wide receivers too, especially Calvin Ridley, is mm. it wasn't – he was he put up very good numbers, but a lot of them came off of that big play. Yeah, 
right? That's not something you can necessarily bank on. Yeah, he, I mean, like I said, he has those legitimate threats at wide receiver. I mean, Julio Jones, come on. Yeah. Julio, I mean, the Ridley, um, they, and, and they've yeah. addressed the O-line this year, too. They yeah. they drafted two O-linemen back-to-back. They, they picked up one in free agency as well. Yeah. Um, Matthews? Don't look at me. You love Jake Matthews is their their left yeah. tackle. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, it was, they took one that was uh, the big dude. Fuck it. You know? Yeah, okay. one of the big guys. <laughs> I wasn't right for the pop quiz on the O line of yeah. the Atlanta Falcons. Where's your top thirty O-line left guards? Yeah, <laughs> with, a, with a knee brace only on the right leg. <laughs> um, yeah. So and he had eleven of eleven of the sixteen games. He was a top twelve QB. So at least with Matt Ryan, you know you're getting a solid quarterback. I think Matt Ryan falls victim to, and I, I view him like this too. It's almost like we see him as a mirage every year. It's as if we look at him and say, "Oh, well, you know, he's performing above his expectation. He's 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 performing above what he actually is, and kind of waiting for him to come back down to earth." So that's why I, I have him at nine mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, you have those weapons, and you make all these excuses for why his numbers are good. Uh, when are they going to come back down? So I never really know where to put him every single year. Yeah, and nine through fourteen on my list: Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Cam Newton with an asterisk, kind of, and then Jared Goff. And the reason why I have these guys together, it's um, these are the guys who, like, when you get to rounds nine, ten, eleven, when you haven't drafted a quarterback, these are the guys who I look at and go, "All right, I want one of these guys to because I think they're safe. I'm going to get through two thirds of the season." and have a top 12 quarterback and not feel like I'm losing at the quarterback position. And then that's why, like, you know, Matt Ryan, like we were saying before, 11 of 16 games is a top 12 quarterback and was the second in points last year for quarterback. But this is how I look at quarterback, too, because you're going to get more consistency from your quarterbacks if you draft within the first 14 rounds normally. Yeah. The odds of you having a top five quarterback, running back, and wide receiver – are slim, especially if you take a quarterback that early. Mm-hmm. You're missing out on a more consistent, valuable player in mm-hmm. a running back or wide well, receiver. Yeah, it's the wins above replacement. Right. It and uh, the points. You know, the the top five running back gets way more points than the the fifteenth quarterback, and then you're basically playing at a loss at the twenty fifth quarterback. Whereas, if you're playing, first off, most leagues you're playing only one quarterback mm-hmm. versus two running backs, and the the number one QB, yeah, it gets a lot more, but not like it's the number five QB over the top fifteenth QB doesn't get that much more than I, like if I'm sitting there at like the round difference. eleven, round yeah. twelve, and Matt Ryan's on the board, and the next best running back or is like a, a running back two on the actual team, I'm taking Matt Ryan. Yeah, because like somebody did that last year. Somebody drafted all these quarterbacks early. Round nine, I got Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. Round, round nine. Round nine. What the hell were you in? Exactly. If Wojo was in that league, he would have went in the top two. <laughs> you like people who beat up women. That's why. I mean, they play football well, dude. I fucking <laughs> I condone fucking domestic violence if you're on my fantasy football team. Yeah, this, this is Wojo. This is Walter Andy Reid Deptage. <laughs> <laughs> Only in fantasy, dude. But I got They're playing. <laughs> I got Rivers in round thirteen because of that. Like everybody wanted all these other quarterbacks that early, and I just sit back and wait. The one time I do, what gets me with fear of missing out every time is when that second or third tight end goes. Because tight end is a thin landscape. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's basically three or four guys, and you lost one soon with Gronk. As you, yeah, as soon away. as somebody takes Kelsey, you're like, shit, all right, all right we got to figure it out. Where's Hunter Henry? Where's all these, where, oh. where's uh, the dude from the Eagles? But, like, I, uh. My number one tight end last year that I drafted was fucking Safarian Jenkins because of that shit. Uh, yeah. 
They go on a run. You, oh, you might want to just try to get like a sleeper at that point. It's one of those uh, people that you think are going to creep up. Do. Like Noah Fant. Yeah. Is he on you guys? or is he He's on the Broncos, yeah. Okay, because I remember one went to the Broncos, one went to Detroit. I'm always worried about rookie tight ends, but maybe like second-year jump tight ends like George Kittle last year was a sleeper tight end for a lot of people. Yeah, he wasn't He had an drafted. okay rookie season, too. He was a waiver-wire pickup in most leagues. Yeah. I had him. Yeah, you drafted him. That was I have weird. I, I, I didn't think on, he was going to be. Like, I looked. I'm like, nobody else is drafting another tight end. And I hit on weird things end. like that, and then I'll just miss on all the important ones. Yeah. So, I, did, were there any quarterbacks in that like top 14 range that you that? You no, I had your boy to... Baker Mayfield at 10. Uh, throw a little monkey wrench into this. I got Ben Roethlisberger at 11 because I'm not willing to let go of these old dudes that are still hanging on. Roethlisberger's always been that player that like you also hate him. Well, I, I do, I do hate him. But so let's just get that out of the way first before we listen. But to I it. also, I like in fantasy, I hate him because he will yeah. one week go up against a bad, go up against a great defense and then get five touchdowns, three hundred yards or five hundred yards, and then he'll go up against a bad defense. Like a few years ago, he's going up against the Titans, which at the time was not a good defense at right. the time, and threw like three picks and he like, threw a pick to Shelby Harris on the Broncos. He's three hundred and thirty pounds, dude. Look around. Right at him. <laughs> right, at him. He, right at him. He seems to play down to competition. Yeah. Like if his competition level's low, he'll play bad. Dude, right. not only well, was he like fucking three hundred pounds, you guys were wearing bright orange. And he <laughs> <laughs> right at him. Yeah, you might have won you might have the traffic to knock down the board. Here, like, here but here's my defense of him. Like a lot of people look at like the loss of Antonio Brown and like is that gonna hurt his numbers? Like I almost feel like that might help him. You know, losing those guys, like, yes, there's production in there, and yes, they did help him, but there are also a little bit of personalities that take away from what Roethlisberger is trying to do. And it, and it, he doesn't have to worry about getting the ball to certain people. Uh, he doesn't have to deal with any of the side headaches. Is Le'Veon Bell coming? Is he not coming? Dealing with the media questions. People don't think that that affects people. As much as he's a veteran, it might. Okay, And then there's issues with... Does he agree with the offensive coordinator? Does that, all that stuff might be removed now, and he can just play, you know, and he's got Juju Smith-Schuster and that the backup running back that's Connor, now this James Car- Connor, who, who's Samuels, they, They've seemed to be team guys that are ready to just kind of put their nose down and, and do what needs to be done to, pl- to to get the job done. That might be what's good for Roethlisberger, they also got to just let it fly. From Oklahoma State, too, uh, that they drafted last year. Oh, James Washington? Yes, 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 James Washington. But I'm taking Kirk Cousins out of the top 14. Mm-hmm. I don't have him in there. But I, he's going to piss people off. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. But I got Dak Prescott in the top 14. I don't hate the idea. I like Prescott. I, I wouldn't that argue that. There's some. He gets a lot of hate because he's the Cowboys quarterback, which I understand. But if you look at his numbers pre and post the Amari Cooper acquisition, he, they went up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, the dude runs for a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, and it's almost like they went got better when Dak left. And, um Dez, when Dez left, there was less of a distraction in terms right. of getting him in the ball and all this stuff, and he had fallen off a little bit. And you know, so you insert somebody like Amari Cooper, who's a big play threat and doesn't really command the ball, is has a kind of a team mentality as well. They also got Gallup, who's, who's yep. okay. Uh, yeah, and I was actually oh. looking for a leap from Gallup this year because he he was playing well last year, and he was one of the guys who, when he went in the draft, I I was one of my favorite players in the draft that year. They did lose Beasley though, which was always like his mm. his. His sweetheart, pocket, goes, yeah. Like if everything was collapsing, Beasley was always there. Beasley was fantastic in PPR leagues, but uh, we'll see how he does with that. Ezekiel Elliott has been working really, really, really hard yeah. in his um, pass game yeah. uh, abilities. They they do have Jason Witten coming back. I was just was that a dream? I was yes. going to bring no, that up. I was like, no, that's coming out of retirement. Happening. Yeah, that's odd. 
And the one thing I'm worried about is, do you, like, when uh, Antonio Gates came back to the Chargers, it almost seemed like they were trying to force the ball to Gates mm-hmm. to give him that little hoorah moment. I, if the Cowboys do that with Witten, they're fucking themselves. You know what I'm saying? But I think Prescott, he's not hes not Mahomes. He's none of these guys who's just going to sling it for a shit ton of yards every game or a lot of touchdowns, but he's going to be consistent. Mm-hmm. He's going to have... They're also getting Travis Frederick back, yes. supposedly. Yeah. So if they get him back, and they seem to keep on investing on that O-line strategy, I, I could definitely see Dak Prescott bouncing higher than his actual draft position and being a late-round quarterback that ends up being a good guy. I know I didn't have him very high on my list, but that's because this next section of like 15 through 21, it's kind of like guys who can really bounce up and be in the top 12 or mm-hmm. top 10, but I don't see them being the number one quarterback in the league. I'm just saying, though, no quarterback has ran for more touchdowns than Prescott in the last three years. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. that's huge for fantasy football. Huge yeah. when it comes to quarterbacks. Yeah, so. yeah. My uh, I ended off with uh, I have another. I, this is really the top fifteen, but I do have a, a rounded out list. Oh, of, uh I have Lamar. You know, fifteen through twenty one is Lamar Jackson, Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Stafford, and I have Kyler Murray at eighteen. Didn't you say you had Kyler Murray? I have high? Kyler Murray actually at fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> because I love him so much that I want. I can't not put him on this list. If you would have made this a top twenty, he would have been twenty. All you would have right. made this a top ten. I would have had to sneak. You just wanted 10. to drop his name. I just on, wanted to drop his podcast. name in there. Yeah, no, I guess you didn't know about the number one overall pick. I don't there's know this guy, Kyler Murray. I, well, and there's a reason why I have Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray up high because we were talking before about running quarterbacks, and that's kind of a cheat code. I actually might move Kyler Murray ahead of Lamar Jackson at some point because Lamar Jackson sucks at throwing the ball. Yeah, and you, <laughs> yeah, well, that really has been an issue. But he was a running quarterback, and he and when he played last year, you had like a safe floor with Lamar Jackson. Because he ran for even he was running for like. But the risk yards. with running quarterbacks to get injured, and he he the way he runs, he'll get injured. And the way he throws, he's not good. Yeah. <laughs> he's like it's like that when Tim Tebow had that special half season with you guys. It looked good in highlights, but in fantasy football, it's not. Oh, good. my my favorite Tim Tebow stat was he was uh, two for eight. With two touchdowns, and they only came in the last two minutes against the Chiefs to help us win. One of them was an 80-yard touchdown. But other than that, he was two for eight. One, five attempts, one rushing yard before that. Dude. Don't get me wrong. I love Tim Tebow. He's a great guy. Me, personally, I put all rookie quarterbacks at the bottom of the list. Not because I think they're going to suck, but because I just don't know what I'm getting. No, I get that. And I understand that. The only reason why Kyler Murray I have it differently than usual was because, again, he's a running quarterback. And he's, they're going to have to have him run. And, and that's going to be part of their plan. That's why they drafted him. And uh, running quarterbacks are a little bit of the cheat code. And he's got a lot of weapons around him. He's got David Johnson. Their O-line's still pretty crappy. Well, that's why I think that that helped them make their decision to draft him. I think one yeah. of the factors was he's more agile than Rosen. Brand new coach. And if you're not going to have a good offensive line, you're going to need to give it time to develop. Rosen's just going to trip over his own feet. Well, I think one of the reasons they drafted him, too, is because their new coach recruited him out of high school. That's a big part. And when you're in this 15 to 21 spot, you're usually drafting. This is like one of your last picks. Or if you're in a 2QB. You might not even get drafted. Yeah, a lot of leagues, I know I usually don't draft a second quarterback depending on the league I'm in and seeing how quarterbacks go because there's usually one on the waiver wire that I can go ahead and pick up and I can get an extra player at another position and Mm -hmm. then make a decision later on. Like Dalton might not even get drafted off of here. Yeah. No, I don't think he's ever drafted in our leagues. Lamar Jackson might not even get drafted. One guy I want to point out because he's not, I don't think he was on anybody's list was Jimmy 
Garoppolo? It's on mine. He, no, where was he on yours? 14. I was 14. At the time. I, I was going to have him as more of a hot take, but I guess it's not that much of a Instead, hot take. It's like, 14 because I believe in his skill set. Well, oh, yeah. And Shanahan's offense and what we I saw. I believe in Shanahan's offense, yeah, too. Yeah, and he, he adapted to Shanahan's offense quicker than Matt Ryan did, and we saw what Matt Ryan did under Shanahan's offense when Shanahan was running – Running the Falcons' offense for two years, and yeah. even though he was hurt, you, you know he was studying the playbook. Also, they have McKinnon coming back, yep. who's, mm-hmm. who's going to fit that offense. They have Tevin Coleman now, who's very familiar with that offense. Yeah, uh, Kittle's good. They have um, Pettis, Dante Pettis. They just drafted Debo Samuel. Yeah, mm, that's um, going to be yeah. That's a that's a very Shanahan esque pick. They're probably getting rid of Jordan Matthews. They they're probably getting rid of Trent Edwards, but. They might keep Marquise Goodwin, who's another really fast home run. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, like I said, I just I believe in his skill set. I believe in the way he approaches the game. I always have, you know, even when he was backing up Brady. And I, I was not one of those people. I was always thinking the Patriots are always trying to sucker people. Every time they traded for a backup quarterback on the Patriots, it's just like, oh, they must have been willing to give him away for a reason. My worry, they wanted to hold on to him. My worry with him right now is the ACL, and we saw it with Carson Wentz last year. Now, his ACL is not as bad as Carson Wentz. Uh, Carson Wentz tore two ligaments in his knee. I think yeah. Garoppolo only tore one, so he'll have an easier time coming back. Yeah. Um, but styles he, are a he, little different. He, well, yeah. he was running. He's a little bit slimmer than, than Carson no, Wentz. Yeah, and I, he also got injured by running. It yeah. wasn't. He, was a non, he wasn't like tackled and tore his ACL. He he moves a lot. He's not a guy who. Um, that's the one issue is that he's very slight. He's coming off of an injury, and we haven't seen him play that many games. And he's had multiple injuries the last few years. That's why I didn't have him high up, both in this and in you know on uh, in my regular QB ranks outside of fantasy. It's just you just don't know where you're getting with him right now. I think if he pops, he's going to be a top five quarterback or a top ten quarterback, and that's why he's worth a pick. And he's worth – if you yeah. take two quarterbacks, that might be a guy you take as your second quarterback. He might be a guy you take as your first quarterback, and you say, fuck it, and see what happens. Yeah. I, I, I have one hot take mm-hmm. uh, that I guess we should probably talk about, and that's my faith in Derek Carr still. Dude, that's I'm not exactly giving up. what I was thinking. I'm not giving up on Derek Carr. I think that before that injury – listen, look at the weapons around him now. They're starting to build mm-hmm. something around him a little bit. I'm hesitant with Gruden. But he hasn't given up on Carr yet, and that relationship, I don't know how it's going to pan out. Honestly, though, who are his weapons, though? Because that's one thing I was thinking of the other day. He has A.B. Yes. But Tyrell Williams. Yes. Well, I know. I think that's a very good low-key pickup. Okay. And I, I think Josh Jacobs is actually going to do wonders for them in terms of being able to carry the bulk, take a little bit of weight off of him. And they, they also signed Trent Brown in the offseason. Who's so. tight end, though? Uh, well, they lost Jared Cook. Yeah. He's now in yeah. the Saints. Who, who was pivotal for them last year? Yeah. Well, basically, he was his main checkdown guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like Derek Carr, and I was actually higher on Derek Carr than some people were a few years ago when he was popping up. And then, but I also can see. I, I remember last year, I was a little bit lower on Derek Carr because I saw the Gruden factor coming. Right. In. He's safe though. He doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. Yeah, but the, in fantasy, it's also about getting points, right. not just like you know. You're talking about only losing two points in an interception. Yeah, I, but he has a more dynamic offensive player now than he ever has, and he yeah. has the skill set to be able to let it go. So a lot of those checkdown guys, you know, they like Alex Smith or something. Like they kind of live within their means. Like they know they don't have the big arm to make all the big plays. Like Carr can do that. And there was a couple games last year when he did let it fly, and they did let it go. I don't know if he was worried about losing his job, if there was some infighting between the team, or what was good. They talked about something with the 
you know, uh, how the relationships were with the offensive line and him a couple years back. I don't know what was going on with all that, but I know he has the skill set. We've seen it show up. I just think he's got to pull it all together, learn Gruden's system, and it does help to have A.B., and maybe they can get the running game a little bit more involved with Josh Jacobs. He's not He's not going to be a QB1, but he's somebody that if, like, your quarterback goes down to injury or if you need to stream somebody because you're playing – a top five defense, or your guys on a bye week, or you're in two QB league. Yeah, well, two QB that, league yeah. changes everything. Yeah, that yeah. changes everything. This whole list. But yeah, he's he, he's gonna have. I, I think I agree with him. He's definitely gonna have a way better year than people think. He's gonna be better than definitely everybody else in this tier, most likely. Yeah, and maybe even a, a couple in the tier above it. He's not somebody I'm gonna draft as my QB one unless I really fuck something up. But I still think. He's getting a lot more hate than he should, and he's yeah. actually gonna have a decent year. I think yeah. that's one of the things is like everybody's hating on him so much and dismissing him with almost out any merit. Kind of, mm-hmm. it, they started doing it real early on. They're like, oh, Derek Carr. I'm like, did we forget? Did we forget he did come out pretty strong for those first couple years? Yeah. I mean, he didn't even have a bad year last year. Though. No, he, I mean, hey. he had shit around him. No, I, I just feel like people wrote him off too quickly, and I think that's one of the reasons I'm more to go to bat. They also, I'm, I'm also an AFC guy. And I've constantly said it, I am more worried with Gruden than I do with Carr. They also with, let with what this situation. fucking ESPN and shit says. Like, oh, Gruden doesn't believe in Carr. Oh, Carr was crying in the huddle. They're like, oh, he sucks. Well, I'm more worried again. And then his left tackles got worse. Like, he went from having Donald Penn, who's a good yeah. left tackle, to having Colton Miller, who shouldn't have been drafted to be a tackle and should have went, like, in the third round and went in the first round. So... That was that. That was Gruden being like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in the draft, and that's why he got Mike Mayock this year. Yeah. Now they did sign Trent Brown, who I think is going to shore up at least the right side of that line. But I still just, I, and then they got rid of Coleccio Semele. Yeah. So I, I think it all comes down to Gruden. That's why I'm not high on Carr. I don't. I think Carr can easily come if he had, if he had a better OC, if he had a better coach, if he had a coach coming in that I thought I believed in more and I saw more from that I really liked. I would maybe have Carr higher up. I just don't. I just don't like what I see right there as far as far as coaching staff and as far as what they've done with the offensive line. Even though I do like Trent Brown, he fits. The reason why he had two really good systems that helped him out the last two years: Shanahan's system helps out tackles, and the Patriots' system helps out weaknesses at pass protection. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, look, if, if for me. If I was just looking at this from a team perspective, just a fan perspective, if I found out the Broncos cut Joe Flacco and traded for Derek Carr, I'd be ecstatic. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would too. Dude, I was hoping the Titans would release Mariota and he went to Denver. I really did. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, I think that wraps up this uh, this episode. you guys have any last couple takes? or No. No? All right. Because Mariota's going to be QB1. On oh, I was waiting for you to go yeah. ahead and go at me for that. I forgot yeah, about that. From. <laughs> no. All right. So, uh... Thanks for tuning in. We'll do a tight end. Our next episode will be a tight ends episode, and then we'll get into the real meat of it: running backs and receivers. So it'll be a very short episode. Yeah, yeah. It'll be about Five thir- people to talk. Yeah, about. yeah. It'll be thirteen seconds. It'll be basically. reaching at that point. Um, tune in. Uh, you can follow us at DraftVice underscore football on Instagram. You can follow it on Twitter at DraftVice. Follow Shane at the T H E E underscore Shane underscore M C M. You can follow me at Brojo Death Punch on all platforms. And you can give Ricky a shout-out. Don't follow me. Don't at me. Don't pretend to care. Don't take one either. either. I'm back on Tinder, bitches. <laughs> Peace. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about the past. I'm about the people.